Here we are from the Sacred Woman Nonprofit presenting our very own first talk show titled Encountering the Divine Feminine. I'm here with Magdala Ramirez, a spiritual leader and teacher from the Maya Mexica tribe who has been working with the feminine for more than 35 years. She's the author of 14 books that is about the feminine founder of many ceremonies from the ancestors, as well as the director of the Sacred Woman Nonprofit. I'm also here with Grandmother Miriam, Red Earth Woman. She comes from the Mayan and Spanish lineage, and she's a ceremonialist. She's from Taos, New Mexico. Welcome. So we're here to talk about encountering the divine feminine. Can you tell us what that means? Good evening, my sister. What I've seen in my lifetime and my experience since beginning on this path of remembering, I would rather say, this path, is that women's spiritual power is missed. It's a, it's a big peace that's missing in the world today as we see it. And because of that, I see a lot of the world being unbalanced. Um, it is out of balance. Our, our, our health, our vitality, um, even the way we regenerate our, our beingness in the world is out of balance. And, and not only does it affect us, but it affects every living thing and and, and it affects the, the world. Um, I feel that when women encounter the divine feminine, it occurs by and through other women coming together collectively in prayer and in ceremony. And I'm saying, and it doesn't necessarily mean an indigenous ceremony. It could be any kind of ceremony through coming collectively to ceremony and sharing of the experiences with each other of their life, of all of their, their challenges that they have experienced in their life. Finding a commonality with each other and, and then using that information that they've received and to bring it in and to internalize it and then self-reflect upon it and then as you see, it becomes a circle where within that self-reflection, then they can come out and share that when they come together again. Encountering the divine feminine, as I said before, you could do it on your own. Anyone can do it on their own and begin to remember who they are. But it's much quicker and faster if women come together to remember who they are as the divine feminine walking with it on this earth. And then, because through women, we all have a sense. But, you know, something that's interesting is that when you begin to encounter it, sometimes we, we feel it, but we begin not to trust it. You understand what I'm saying by that, not trusting it, but like saying, is this really true? Is this really happening to me? It's going against everything that I have been modeled to be 
be in this world or what I have been told how I'm supposed to express myself in this world. Um, so, but I think continuing, continuing to be with women in ceremony and ritual, it continues to uh, support that true sense that you're beginning to feel. And to know that it is true what you're feeling about yourself as a woman by seeing that through other women. Okay, well, I am so happy that my sister Miriam is here and and he danced with me. And here we are, cracking it up, doing what we have come here to do. It's about time. It's about time to bring the voice of the feminine out loud. So I'm very, very happy for this opportunity to create this radio show about women. How, the question is like, how do you encounter the divine feminine? You know, what happened to you? You know, for a long time, this energy has been in dormant state. It's not that the feminine just disappeared. It's not that the divine feminine was not known. It was just in the hidden for such a long time. And the very, very first encounter is what is really going on. And really, the Divine Feminine is not only about women. It's about men, too. You know, the Feminine, it is that virtual reality, the world that it is inside of you. The world that you have deep connection, your own intimacy, your own understanding of yourself and your visions and all this incredible virtual reality before the manifestation. That is what we call feminine. And then you have the masculine, which is that manifestation, this one that comes into being. So the encounter of the divine feminine is this acceptance, finally, of who you are and what you're doing. And it is true, the whole planet it is telling you and reminding you who you are. The times before the tribes were tribes. You know, the whole universe, it is in this perfect alignment too, reminding you about the cosmic consciousness, about a world of balance, a world of that understanding within yourself, the balance of that divine feminine into that manifestation of the true masculine too, the divine masculine. How do we as a human being, as a, as a woman that has been programmed for such a long time in a patriarchal system and suddenly you're hearing these voices saying, okay, it is the time, it is the time to wake up. It is the time to encounter who you are. So the whole perception of reality, it began to fall into a different way, a different paradigm, the encounter. It is really radical. The whole understanding of life changed. You know, you have been told for a long time that you are there to live your life. And the truth is that suddenly here comes this encounter and she is saying, hey, your life, you are life. You know, for a long time, they you go and find love in the outside, and here comes this voice in this encountering, 
and she's saying, you are, how can then, you know, um, with all this paradigm that exists still in this patriarchal system, here she comes, and she's beginning to bring her voice. At the beginning, she's just struggling too, saying, okay, what will happen if I say, I don't think so. I think that this thing seems to be different. I don't think that the same old thing paradigm needs to be perpetuated anymore. And the way of doing bringing that word back, that part of yourself that it is willing to say, I don't think so. This is our time. And as you go more deeper, you'll find your first step. Can you trust yourself? Can you believe in yourself again? You know, for a long time they told you you're not perfect. Go and tell the mother that her daughter is not perfect. You know, I really don't want to be there. I mean, I'm a mother. My, all my children are beautiful. And nobody's going to tell me that my girls are not perfect. Of course they are. So it's the same way as the mother. You know, how the mother it is. And here comes another encounter. You know, God, as male, that has been in that paradigm, in that patriarchal system, suddenly make a big change within yourself. Suddenly, you have a feminine aspect of God, one that we call the Great Mother. You know, so you have the Great Mother and the Great Father, and both are in you together in this perfect alignment. So how can this be in this encounter that suddenly you know who is she? How does this work? And of course the concept of God is outside of you. Suddenly you encounter through that divine feminine that that feminine God is inside of you. It's never outside of you. And it is all around you. So, of course, the encounter of the Divine Feminine has brought the people into a lot of commotion within themselves. But you see, we are in the transition time. As the strong woman begins to really listen to that voice inside of themselves and recognize this incredible wisdom that you have within yourself, willing to stand up and say, okay, time of changes, and this is the time for giving birth a new world, a world of balance, and the balance starts within myself, in my own feminine and masculine energies, in my own two wings of the butterfly, the Papalotli, in there, I can find myself, it's like two lovers, you know, and it is a bridge in there. You know what? I meet you halfway. And in that halfway is the whole understanding about it. So yeah, the divine feminine, it is changing the world. She's really moving. What do you guys think? What do you think, Nirmana? Medium. Oh. I'm asking, I'm asking every woman that has desire calling to know what the encounter of the Divine Feminine is. 
to ask themselves what it is they believe in and where do those beliefs come from. You're right, yeah. Because, I mean, and to go deep into belief systems that they have acquired through their culture and mm-hmm. ask those questions, and begin to ask these questions as a first step. As Magdala said, things are changing in the world, and women, and it's not about feminism. Feminism comes from a whole different paradigm that came many years ago when women needed to have equality within the workforce. The feminine comes from the very fact that we, as women, can give birth and we can also, we, we also release death every month when we are in our, on our moon time. So to ask these questions to yourself is why do I believe in what I believe in? Who is telling me, who is telling me to be who I am in the world today? How, why do I have to be a certain way in this world? And again, I'm going to go back and I'm going to say to be with other women is the beginning. Yes. Because to be with other women is the beginning so that we can reflect on who we are. Oh, yes. That is where we begin our remembering of who we are. You know, these patriarchal structures that, that, have, that are in existence has not allowed the matriarch to come to be part of it. And I'm not saying that the patriarch should be totally dissolved because that's going to be still out of balance. But to integrate both because we, we learn from both. And, but, you know, the patriarchal society is part of the consciousness of pa- the patriarchy has veiled the world. And, and women's nature has been hidden from it. So the challenge is to honor that hidden depth inside of yourself. That is your, that is our very nature. Bring it out as a beam of light into the, the world that we live in today. And, 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 and another thing too that I realized too is that we, as women, have been become disassociated with our great mother, and our great mother is our Madre Tierra, our Earth, you know, and um, to remember that, because the, the longing sometimes I feel doesn't even reside in some women, because they have no idea, they, it re- but you know, but it, uh, to, to tell you, it's not gone. It's always there, and it has always been there. It's in our very cells of our bodies, in our DNA. It's in our coding, you know. And now it's time that this coding, with, which is in our DNA, that hasn't been aw- hasn't been awakened yet, is starting to wake up. And that's what you're seeing now, Tristy, is that women are questioning. What is this divine feminine about? There's a switch turning on, turning on in everyone in the body, even the men. 
and they're, they're questioning what is this divine feminine, you know, and to go into it without fear, but to go into it and start with yourself, go inside and start reflecting within yourself first, your belief system, where did they come from, you know? and that's what I feel, that that's a, that's one of the first steps. And it is very true. I mean, I, you know, we have this, this Temazcal in Umal about maybe, I don't know, two years ago. And one of the things that the abuela of the non-time in Umal tells us is the return of the sisterhood is coming. For a long time, the patriarchal system put in the system you be friends with other women, divide and conquer. So the women could not be friends for real. The sisterhood was broken. Women trusting women was almost impossible in that time. It was like a, for such a long time, women were into competition and following completely the ways of the patriarchal system of this divide and conquer. With the encounter of the Divine Feminine, here she comes and she's relearning how to be sister. And she's learning that in that sister, it is a perfect reflection of herself. So she finds the sister inside of herself over and over and over again. She begins to see herself in absolutely everyone. She knows that, oh my God, I can relate with this sensation. I can relate with this sister. I can relate within myself. I finally have a voice that it is coming up. So the sisterhood is happening everywhere in the world. And that makes my heart blue. Because it is through that sisterhood what it makes it stronger too. What it makes it, um, you know, the vision of one is the vision of many. The remembrance of one. It connects you into the whole, because everything, it is the whole, and the whole is contained in the one the same way that the one is contained in the whole. So, yes, to bring those, those sisterhood together in understanding how to do it. You know, for a long time, I have been questioning this about it, and um, the mother took me into the code of honor of the masculine way from the samurais, from the ancestors of Maya Mexica, they all follow a code of honor. But when I ask, where does this code of honor come from? And when the mother says, that code of honor comes from the feminine code of honor. And the code of honor of the feminine is love, entrega, unidad, unity, and transmutation. When we understand this work that we have within ourselves, the code of honor finally is going to come naturally. That code of honor that we have been holding for such a very, very, very long time. I am so happy to live in this time and space because, my God, it's such a powerful time. The time when the women are able to see each other as the sisters and bring peace finally and understand a balanced world in a higher way 
and remembering too our ancient ceremonies of the Nita, you as a young one, tell me in the overall how it has been for you in every single ceremony. You know, when you go into the world of the enchanted flower, that encounter where you just bloom because I have seen your beautiful face and suddenly you just blooming. How do you feel, Mijita, about all this encountering as a young woman? Well, for me, every time I go into ceremony, I find a new me. And I encounter many new perceptions of life. And I feel so many connections. And every time I'm able to rise beyond everything I know. That that does create a big difference, you know, when you can you, you have an opportunity to rise above everything you've been taught and all the set views of life and of yourself, the purpose that you think you have, the definition of a purpose itself. And then to leave all that behind, even for a moment, and go into something just so abstract. And I haven't been able to put words into it, but at the same time, my experiences have been so profound that I've been able to understand myself beyond everything I've been taught. It has been difficult coming back into the system and interacting with everyone in a day-to-day -day life. And I know we're talking, we're talking about encountering the divine feminine. And I was thinking, okay, so there are so many voices in us. How do we even begin to distinguish which is the path that the divine feminine is showing us because there's so many stories and you know when you look into it within when i look within myself i find just there's so much there's also pain there's my past experiences yes there is my belief system but let's say even if i do find it how do i figure out another way out of that belief system like what's the next how do I bring it in myself? That's, you ask the question, you say, well, how do, you know, yes, you, you encounter these, this new you and these different perspectives that you've seen and in the core of that, you're beginning to see that, that all of life is sacred. And when you have that awareness of life's sacredness, that's when you begin to feel nourished. Your spirit begins to feel nourished. We used to know this a long time ago. But this modern world that we live in has kept us from that. It has created that separation. And it's created an individualism within all of us. Um, so we've, we have forgotten to go deeper into that truth that keeps us connected and allows us to be aware of our interdependence on each and everything in the world. 
and all and all the aspects of life itself that um, that everything is whole in the world. And this awareness is really a very natural occurrence, and it's a natural occurrence of the oneness and the wholeness, which is the key element, which I believe is the key element of, of women's divine feminine. It's that's women that's the woman's wisdom that we are all interconnected and we are interdependent on each other and on all of life. On the air that we breathe, on the fire that we make, on the water that we drink, on the earth that we walk upon. So what I see with you, Trissy, to answer your question is to hold on to that awareness. I, I really think, Mihita, you know, that it is very true. But look at this, you know, how do you hold on into this incredible energy when you finally begin to see everything is sacred? When you finally begin to say, hey, I don't want to perpetuate anymore the patriarchal system. I want a better world and it starts with me. How do you hold on into that energy? You know, what that awareness that... Um, Grandmother Miriam is talking about, you know, bring the presence of your own presence over and over and over again. That means open your senses, all of them. You have much more than, how many senses do you, the system says that we have? I don't know. Five. Open all <laughs> of them at the same time, including your belly button. Breathe to your belly button. Be in that awareness of all your senses open and immediately the presence of your own presence is coming into being. Trust that that presence, it is so holy and so sacred that you are being aware of absolutely everything around and inside of you. That you know exactly what it needs to be done. And when you bring the presence of your own presence too, you're connecting, you're making this incredible alignment with the Great Mother, with the Mother Earth, but also the Great Mother in the universe and the Great Mother. That perfect alignment, immediately you feel that force. That it does not Something that you can see, it is something much more stronger. And um, trust that alignment. That is your own being. And what it comes out from your mouth, what it comes out from everything around you, it will be in that perfect alignment. You know, as you begin to make that alignment, Everything around you begins to have that alignment too. Everything into that alignment. You know, you are everything. And at the same time, you're holding your original vibration. And that it is this incredible force that suddenly you will begin to feel. You know, how do you hold on into this? How you don't? 
once you know the way of that alignment, once you know how it feels to walk into many worlds, you don't want to be in the slavery world of the third and fourth dimensional reality. It's just that you can't anymore. And then it will be the trusting. Trusting that your goal is not five years from now or 20 years from now. Your goal is being done by the presence of your own presence in every instant. In this exactly the moment of that perfect alignment. And it goes back into trust yourself. Trust yourself, you know. Trust that you know. Trust that you have this incredible wisdom within yourself. Trust that you're going to reflect back everything around you about that sacredness. Understanding that sacredness and living in sacred manner. And that involves for absolutely all the religions and traditions everywhere in the world. Because you can see yourself in absolutely everyone. How do you feel, Mr. Balkans? I think I feel that to be very true. I was actually going to ask, and you answered it already. I was going to ask, how do people find that sacredness in the first place, you know? You don't find it. It's, it's, see, that, I think, is a big... I mean, it is... I mean, the search itself is the beginning. You know, when we all, when we begin to remember, we begin to start searching, a lot of us. As far as myself is concerned, I began to remember who I was, and, and then I began to search for, uh, praying to find out who I was, my true self. And when that started happening, then that's when ceremonies started coming into my life to give me those different, different perspectives. And... But the, well, what happens, I see, is that you have to, if you continue to search, then your consciousness is saying to you that you're not there yet. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. That you, you may be on this continual search over and over and over again, when really, or what I see is that you already have it inside of you. The search is within yourself, within your heart. Oh, it's yeah. already there. It's already there within you. But if you continue to keep saying, well, you know, I have to search for more, be a more spiritual person. I have to search to, to, to find a ceremony that will make me feel, you know, connected. Okay. You're going to continue to keep searching and searching and not going, when it's already inside. And when that awareness happens, that you already have it within yourself, then the very way you live is the divine feminine coming out through you. And also, it's true. I mean, it's, uh, 
It is not the time of the searching. It is the time of the encountering. And that encounter brings responsibility. So the time of the it's over. You know, the time of the responsibility, as you understand and embrace your own responsibility, you embrace the freedom. You're, you're becoming truly that true human being, willing to be responsible, willing to understand the highest of yourself, but not just that, in a different manner. Knowing that you are in a world of oneness. Now, what, what it means, truly, sacred woman, I mean, sacred. You know, does everything was not sacred before? Of course it was. It has always been that way. Everything, you know. It is not like you're encountering your own spirituality. It's just that you are in the spirit being. You know, it is this spirit that it brings you into a very spiritual experience because that's exactly who you are. And everything is spiritual. We cannot divide, you know, the, the world of work and then your world of being a spiritual in a ceremony. Everything is a ceremony. Absolutely. Every single moment of your life, there is not one realm that it is with the absence of God. Everything is interconnected and you are having all these experiences together. But you see, in ceremonies, we always go into, okay, what does the sacred woman do? And yeah, it is true. For a long time, it has been like, well, the sacred woman wash dishes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The sacred woman does laundry? Of course. But how does she come into being, into the manifestation of her own sacred what is that point in your life when you understand and embrace exactly who you are and bring that one into that manifestation? What do you think, my hermana? Absolutely. It's the honoring of yourself as a, as a, as a woman in this world. Honor its presence. And once we honor the presence of being aware of divine feminine within us, then any everything is it, everything is limitless. There's an affinity when you live in wholeness. What is what is our responsibility as women in the society today to make the changes that need to be made right now? Uh, to support each other, because uh, so our worst enemy, our worst enemy, is another woman. To support each other is a responsibility that we should we we would benefit by uh, to undertake because we have been taught not to trust 
And so now it's the time to, to trust each other, to support each other, to honor each other. To know that we, with women, that to support each other and speak, speak these words. That we need to support each other, that we are related, that we have a connection, that we are all born from the source. That is much deeper than what we, than our social conditioning. When we begin to, when we begin to have empathy for each other, and then when we, when we begin to have empathy for each other, when then we begin to gravitate, we start to move towards that harmony, and then the cooperation. So that we can embrace love. And that's, I, you know, that's what I feel is when we become into that awareness of wholeness. And that's the responsibility. One of the first responsibilities is to support each other. So what I'm understanding from that is very much women are the one that compete and so we're the ones that need to stop competing with each other and find a new way to relate with another woman of course but also if you yes. observe this thing about the responsibility Nishita, mm -hmm. Think about it, you know, the whole world in the massive consciousness for a very, 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 very long time. Everything has been about like the small teenager thing. You know, the spoiled brat. The one that says, well, it's my parents' fault. It is the government's fault. It's my husband's fault. It is the system's fault. It is because I didn't have money. You know what? I grew up this way. And I need to put up with it the rest of my life. You know, this incredible, not responsible human being. Why God doesn't come and do something? Why somebody doesn't come and save us? You know, again, over and over and over again, all those messages for a long time, it was a system, a massive consciousness that denied completely the power of a human being. So when we talk about responsibility, it is that part of you that goes, you know what? It is about me. I don't want to depend on the government. I don't want to depend on absolutely anything about that because I'm the one who's making the choice. And I need to be responsible for those choices. And it's very, very empowering when you finally begin to support yourself and being responsible for those choices that you're taking in life. When you're saying, you know, I'm choosing this man in my life. I'm choosing to embrace my feminine. You know, my moon time is not a curse anymore that God sent. Actually, it's a blessing. And I'm embracing who I am with plenty of responsibility of myself. You know, as people begin to be more responsible for themselves, are able to 
perceive another kind of reality. You feel the power that you have by your choices. And you're willing to do the consequences at the same time that you understand that you're the Alpha and the Omega. You are the cause and the effect over and over and over again. You know, in this perpetual understanding of that responsibility. You know, you're not going to blame it on, on, on your upbringing and the programming anymore because it is a choice. Now you have a choice. You're having right now a choice of following the patriarchal system and go back into that world or walk into a different world within yourself through your own conception of reality, free of boundaries. And the way of doing it, it is through that responsibility within yourself. You know that now the possibilities of yourself, it is incredible. You know that there is a lot of work to do about that integration of the self, but it is also your choice. You're not blaming on the system. You're not blaming on the economy. You're not blaming on nothing else but to taking yourself into that responsibility. Isn't that empowering? You know, that grown-up, you know, human being that is saying finally, yes, and through that alignment, I encounter myself and in that way, I can support myself and I can support everybody else too because I can see my sisters in me the same way that they all can see me in them. Just like the great mother that she always said, I recognize you in me. And you recognize me in you. And it's a responsibility. So, now, yes, the embracing of the of the warrior woman, you know, the one that is able to stand up and say it. You do feel that responsibility in changing your world by saying, I don't think so. In changing your relation by making an upgrade of yourself. And, and that means that you're going back into your original vibration. All your relations are changing at the same time. Everyone is having an upgrade. Because that reflection is, is happening in that world of oneness, you know. So how in a world, you know, it is in that incredible, magnificent time when the people are beginning to be responsible for themselves and begin to say, hey, I don't think so. But you know, my sister, you're dancing and I'm dancing with you. In this dance together, this one. Because it is the women now, the one that is leading the world into a higher understanding of the self, into the fifth dimension. There are many portals everywhere, you know. And those portals are open now. And as you align yourself, you're entering into this new conception of reality. Those portals are open to you. You are. Medium, what do you think about all this? 
to remember your sacredness and to remember that all of life is sacred is the domain of the Divine Feminine. That is our home. That is our foundation. That is our roots where all life can flourish once we begin to, re to know, to remember, to know, and to live and honor that in every day of life, even when we walk into a patriarchal society that tries to keep us divided, that tries to bring war and hatred into the world, to remember that all of life is sacred to remember that love, even the masculine, can have the divine feminine within themselves. And how is that? By remembering that all of life is sacred. Uh, yeah. Well, I truly feel that right now this incredible encountering of the Divine Feminine, that it is happening. It is the full realization of the self. And through those eyes and through that understanding, everything turns into a beautiful color, the colors of that sacredness. But we are able to be brave in that strength that we have in faith, in understanding that strength is going to bring us into that incredible world of sacredness. For, for to be here today with both of you and um, oh my god, you make my heart so don't forget to Don't forget to speak it. We have to go out and speak this and say yeah. all of life all of life is sacred. We are not separate from each other. Yes, we live in separate houses. Yes, we, we have our, our own lives that we, you know, have to take care of. Uh, our homes and our work that we're doing. And, and uh, you know, our children, uh, our extended family. But we're all the same. We're all living on the same mother. We're all sharing the same air. We're all sharing the same sun and moon, the same universe. We are all connected with each other. And and it's and just keep continuing to speak that. And to have people other people remember that connectedness. Because I think that's that's what's missing in this world. We can see what's going on, you know, in the Middle East. And war will never, never create peace. Never. And those people that have perpetuating this consciousness of what's happening in, in other places in the world are not remembering, they don't honor the sacredness of life. If every human being could honor the sacredness of life, what a world we could have. Where everyone would have a good life home, food to eat. There is no scarcity. There is, we have been, we have brought, we have been brought up in a consciousness of poverty, 
of wanting this, wanting that, you know, there is, the consciousness of poverty needs to be broken down. There, there is enough food in the world for everyone to eat three meals a day. There is enough money in the world for, you know, to, for everyone to live decently. There is enough fresh water for everyone to have. There is no poverty consciousness. There is abundance, and through the divine feminine and the remembering the sacredness of life, as I said, life is limitless. The things that we can manifest is limitless. Oh, yes. So I I ask you as a young woman, do you have the courage to go out into the world and to, to the world that you live in with your relationship and speak your truth and say, I am to the divine feminine. I am, I understand and I'm aware that all life is sacred and that we are all connected, that there is no separation, that we as women coming together, we create life together so that whatever comes from those ceremonies that you're involved in will will transform the world in whatever minute way it is. It's still transforming, just like when you throw a pebble into, into a pond, it radiates out into the world. When you begin to be aware of your divine feminine, feminine powers and who you are as a, a woman, as a human being, that is a light that you're bringing into the world. So speak those words and, and, and have your other fellow sisters to understand, you know, hopefully understand what you're saying and have them remember who they are. And that's, and that's all really basically simply what it is, is to remember who you are. Oh, you remember the, how they, you remember the sacredness of your life and of all of life. And yes, you'll get angry and yes, you will get upset and yes, but that's all part of the divine feminine too. But to, as I said, to remember that sacredness. That's a good point. There's no, there's no rules. So, yeah, the rule is to, have to remember the sacredness. That's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, um, we have finished for today, and uh, we're going to have next talk. We're going to be talking about men. We're going to be talking about sex. And I invite all of you to, to join us. And if you have any questions, please send an email. Where, Mijita, we're going to send the email? Um, they can contact us in many different ways. The first one is through our Facebook page, Sacred Woman. You can always connect with us through our Facebook page. You can go to www.sacredwoman.org. Again, that's www.sacredwoman.org. And you can write to us, you can email us individually, or you can also 
write to us through our Block Talk radio station um, and through the comments section. Or email sacredwoman144 at gmail.com. And send us questions. Send us questions about what you've heard today. Ask us. Tell us where you stand on the topics we're discussing today. If there are things that you want us to discuss for the future shows, please do contact us. Talk to us. We're right here. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, yes. Um, you can download this in iTunes. And you're going to explain about that, Mikita? Yes, yes. So this Blog Talk Radio is also available as a podcast on your iTunes. So if you've got a computer, just pull up your iTunes, go into Podcasts, type in our um, station called myblogtalkradio.com slash organization. That's our name. And so the minute you type that in, you'll find our station. And from there, you can download it as podcasts. You can listen to it through your iPhones. You can also listen through it to, through your um, media devices as well. So um, that's, I think that's about that for the podcasts. I am so thankful for you, Mishita, for... for showing us this, this beautiful way of technology and um, for you to make it possible, this beautiful radio show that um, that we have now. And thank you, Miriam. Mi hermana, I just love I you so, so I love much. you too, and I, ask, and I ask the Great Mother to protect us and guide us, to give us the courage to speak and have our voice to support each other as women, support our our men in that way, to speak our truth with them so that we can make this world a peaceful world where every and every living thing and our Mother Earth can prosper be a beauty with abundance and the regeneration of life. That's beautiful. I am glad. And I ask that peace be in your hearts, love be in your hearts, compassion and empathy for who you are in this world. Thank you so very much, the both of you. Thank you so much. Are you going to stop the recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stopping the recording. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy.
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.